0: Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the 5th edition Vampire the Masquerade tabletop role playing rules by World of Darkness. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. Listeners should know that this podcast is intended for a mature audience and will include strong language and mature themes. All content, including names, Places, events, companies, and so forth that may bear resemblance to entities living, dead, or undead is strictly coincidental. My name is Rena Henze, and for tonight's game, I will be your storyteller. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the first part of our two-part finale for Blood Moon Rising, the Old Ways podcast, Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm your storyteller, Storyteller Rena, and we are all very excited to bring you the conclusion to this epic investigation. I would like to thank all of our listeners and our Patreon backers for helping support this show and for supporting the cast and I and all of your memes and feedback and everything that you've been providing for us. We really appreciate it. And I would like to thank my wonderful cast who have been the most amazing coterie that a storyteller could ever hope for. And hopefully they all survive this last night in San Francisco. So we'll see. So before we get into our finale, we have some introductions. So to my right.
1: Hi, this is Mike and I'll be playing Marcus Voss of Clan Bruja.
0: And to Marcus's right.
2: Hi, this is John, and I'll be playing Vince Markovich of Clan Tremere.
0: And at the end of the table?
3: Hi, my name is Tegan, and I am playing Rom the Shaman of Clan Malkavian.
4: And to Rom's right? Hi, this is Allie, and I play Katerina Bogdanovich of Clan Toreador. And last but not
5: least... This is Tiffany, and I play Alex Giovanni of Clan Hakata.
0: Wonderful. Our Coterie is all back together for the night. We have some plans. It is the night before the Blood Moon, so we have a lot of things to do with a Tremere in a library and uh, a lot of fighting, perhaps. But first, we do need to get some Rouse Checks done, especially for two of our particular vampires. But uh, let's see what happens as you all wake up on this night of November 6th. Uh, So... We'll, we'll get to Tegan last, just because it'd be funny. I have an eight. Marcus is fine. Seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Alex is fine. Katarina, Nine. Okay, so you're still at four hunger. Good, no frenzy.
2: Three for Vince. <laughs> so <if> Vince goes <laughs> right. up one.
0: That's fine. Vince takes a point of hunger, but he's fine. He's eaten re- recently. It's not too bad. All right, so Tegan, Ram is at five hunger. And if you fail this rouse check... Rom goes into torpor, long-term sleep. So,
3: is it, uh, Seven is okay, right?
0: Yes. Okay, so Rom manages to stay awake. However, Rom is extremely hungry and will not be able to focus or do anything unless he feeds. Katarina is also on four hunger, not doing super well. Before you get into your plan to go for the library, you're going to need to find something to eat and fast. Rom, you need to eat now.
3: All right, I'm gonna just burst out of that basement. Absolutely. And I'm gonna go to the mini-fridge and see if there's anything, anything.
0: You, you, when you're on five hunger, you cannot be satiated by bagged blood.
3: At okay. five hunger,
0: you have to eat a living, living being.
3: I'm gonna leave the fridge door open like a heathen and go straight out the back.
0: Hey. Okay. So, Rom just goes running out the back, shirtless, just in trousers, probably harem pants, goes running out the back door looking for someone to eat.
3: Yeah, that's essentially what I do. Do we, do we need to handle that right now?
0: You need to eat something. You're not going to be able something. to use any of your powers at the library if you don't eat.
3: What is it, like a half hour after sunset? More or less. Okay, fantastic. Oh man, there's... This is a nice neighborhood. There are good people here. Uh... Oh no. Okay, um...
0: So you run out into the street and you see an older man walking his dog.
3: I can't eat the dog, can I?
0: Nope. <laughs> okay. We don't we don't harm pets on this show, one, and two, animals won't do it at five hungers, so
3: Okay. <laughs> okay, understood. In that case, I'm going to I'm going to look very intimidating in order to get the dog to bark at me and chase me, and hopefully the man will chase me into into my yard.
0: Okay, so you're you're trying to get him to come to you.
3: Yeah, because you know, dogs dogs, especially like my Malibu, dogs don't, they really pick up on body language, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to give some very aggressive body language and full eye contact at the, the puppy so right. that the people will come to my, will come to the yard.
0: We're just to say it works because it's a dog and you're a vampire, so the, the exactly. dog comes running at you, and the older man comes running after the dog and... He's in your yard and he's, he's apologizing profusely, but you're not listening.
3: Absolutely. Because I am, I am, I'm the dog is, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just grab the guy and bring him into the carriage house with all of the weed plants and just lock the door without the, without the, the, the dog on the outside. And I'm just going to throw him onto the table. Um, and we're just going to, yeah, it's going to be messy. We're going to splatter all the plants with red, I'm going straight for the throat.
0: All right. And you are draining him. Absolutely. 100%. All right. So you feed messily, but you are able to reduce your hunger down to zero for the first time in a very long time. There's blood everywhere. You are going to take a stain on your character sheet, but you're not losing humanity, but you are taking a stain. So much you are filled. This poor... Guy's dog is barking outside the carriage house, and there is blood all over your weed plants. But you are fulfilled. Finally, Rom is no longer hungry.
3: Absolutely. Um, hopefully there's a hose or a sink or something in here now.
0: Well, that'll be something. You'll be able to take care of it. All right. So, Katerina, do you plan to eat or are you just going to go
4: crazy at the library? Uh, no, I should probably eat. I'm going to focus better if I eat something.
0: Okay, so what is your plan? Because you don't have Cora to bring you bring you food anymore.
4: Right. And that's a problem because I relied on her for such things. And I don't really I don't really hunt, so that's not really a thing I do. You have a bruja you could ask to bring you a snack. Uh yeah, I guess I'll I mean it's gonna be a phone call. I don't know how to text it.
0: Marcus still has to teach you how to use T9.
4: Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call one bruja Marcus Voss to see if he can't find me something to eat maybe even on the way there
0: so marcus you get a phone call from katarina asking you if you can bring her a snack on the way to the library
1: Uh, i find it strange that you don't have a food supply but i understand so you probably hear car noise and likely noises near the bay on the background of my phone and i say i'll make a stop really quick But if it's going to be a consistent need, we'll have to figure out another arrangement.
4: It is very appreciated. It should not be a consistent issue.
1: Understood. We need to get to that library and get this taken care of.
4: Yes. All right.
1: So this is what I'm doing. I'm stopping in Chinatown because it's, in a way, on the way to the library. I already have somebody else's car at this point, so I don't have to worry about that. When I stop into Chinatown, I'm going to go to one of the many laundry services which are there. And I'm going to do something I would not normally do, but because we're pressed for time, I'm um, I'm pressed for a quick decision. And so what I will do is look for someone, one of the people servicing these laundry uh, shops uh, in Chinatown, and I will walk into an alley And basically play Pick'em. And the way I will play Pick'em is I will do so with um, Presence. Which will be very easy on a a human, a simple mortal. I'll just get their attention with Awe. And that won't be hard. Um, And then, since there's no cost for me to Rouse with Awe, once I get their attention, I'll bring them over and I will hit them with entrancement, Okay. Which I will need to make a Rouse check for. Yes, you will. Which I pass with a nine. And then it's charisma, presence versus their composure, wits.
0: Mm-hmm. Which they're simple humans, so. Okay. They have two successes.
1: I have six.
0: All right, so yeah, no, no contest at all.
1: So I give them a nice come hither look and then grab them by the back of the neck and um, escort them to the car. Where they'll take a seat in the back seat, and then I will call her back and say, Where will I be picking you up? I have your DoorDash.
4: Just pick me up at the bakery. I will be downstairs and ready to go.
1: Leave the bakery door open. I'll meet you in the basement.
4: Out of character. Does my bakery have a basement? It does now. Okay. Uh, then. I guess I'm going to my brand new basement.
0: All right. So you leave the door open, go down to the basement. And Marcus, you arrive shortly thereafter. It doesn't take you very long to get there from Chinatown.
1: I walk I walk the um, DoorDash in. They uh, can't help but be around me. And I will walk them downstairs and deliver you a I don't know a man woman, something in between or nothing at all to you. They're likely still in uniform. And, but as I deliver them to you, they probably turn their neck to look back at me. Like they can't stop looking at me. So what I'll do is I will put my hand. We'll, we'll say that they're we'll say that they're a woman. I'll put my hand on their, their chest and then through, through their arm and, and body, slot there on the, the right hand side I will give a nice come closer to me to Katerina and um, just wait until she gets her meal
0: so Katerina you can you can barely restrain yourself at this point with this fresh blood in the room
4: I don't really bother I'm gonna just especially since she's so nicely positioned it's a fine meal I'm going to just sink my fangs into her. Not drain her fully, but I'm definitely gonna just go until she goes limp.
5: Okay,
0: so you're going to have to roll to resist a frenzy at this point, because you're at four hunger. Well, that's a ten, so. Okay, so you do manage to feed without draining her completely, but she does pass out, and you can reduce your hunger by one. Good
1: enough. So... Uh, I'm going to make sure that she doesn't bump her head and um, make sure that she's okay. And then I will likely find just knowing, having gotten a a rough, maybe more than rough idea of the space around the bakery, just because of all the the time I've spent. um, I'll try to put her someplace nice and safe that she can maybe take a nap.
4: Probably under the stairs is best.
1: You mean leave her here?
4: Yeah, it's fine.
1: No, I take her upstairs.
0: All right. So there's a bus stop a little further down where if you put her on the bench, people will just assume that she's a a homeless person trying to get a nap. So you can just leave her there.
1: I do so. Yeah, I I don't have the time to explain why leaving her in the bakery is a bad idea. There's there's no time to explain why. It's just not a good idea. Right. So um, I do so and then I will take a... Out of my pocket, I will take a um, sanitary napkin and make sure that her neck is clean of any sort of residue or leftover.
0: All right. So you clean up her neck, leave her there at the bus stop. Katerina is looking a little less manic and it is now time to get
1: going. Okay. So my next call is to Rom.
0: So Rom, you get back into the house, cleaning off some blood off your mouth and off your bare chest and your phone is ringing. Preeti is not around to answer it at the moment. She's still not feeling well after her ordeal of a few nights ago.
3: All right. And I'm sure that it's playing like uh, some sort of disco theme or something as my ringtone. So, yes, I will answer it and just be like, and I'm assuming you're calling from your phone number. Mm -hmm. Okay, fantastic. And I'll be like, hello,
1: Marcus. Rum, I'll be there in about 15 minutes.
3: Fantastic. Do you need any twist dies?
1: We should probably bring just a few, yeah. Okay, fantastic. I have a few other things that I'm bringing with, including Katarina. But we need to make sure that Alex and Vince are on their way here. Or, moreover, scratch that. We need to make sure that we get Alex so that way we can get to two Vinces to make the final pickup.
3: Okay. Do we need the keys? Eric and the van?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: In that case, I will check the license and registration. and And it's been a while since I'm. You, you know, Eric's going to be driving. Yeah. Okay.
1: I think the That's, better question is, is: Do you know that Eric's going to be driving?
3: Does Eric know that Eric's going to be driving? Is Eric going to be aware of driving while driving?
1: Hopefully, he won't remember anything afterwards.
3: Yeah, no, I got that. We're good.
1: Okay, great. Let me call Alex and I'll have them meet us at your place. And then we'll all go like a circus full of fun, fun, fun little vampires over to Vince's. Sounds good. Eric, get the keys. I hang up and call Alex.
5: This is Alex.
1: It is. It's you. Mm. It's time. Awesome. I just need you to get to ROMs if... You're prepared.
5: Uh, to go over to Vince's.
1: Hmm. Unless you yes. want to just meet me at Vince's. Either way.
5: Yeah, I'll just get dropped off at Vince's. That's fine. That way, I can have more time and get started while you guys are. While well, while you are herding cats. Yeah. So no, it's
1: it's going to become a job description here pretty shortly.
5: Uh, I know that all too well. I'll see you there. Okay. All right, so
0: Alex, you have Ajax drive you over to Vince's and drop you off, correct? Correct. Okay. You've all been working out this plan in the background with everything that you know from Luther, who's been spying on the library for you. I assume you take Luther's hat so that he can manifest with you. Yes. Okay. Indeed. So you're you're off to Vince's, you'll be there in a moment. Marcus, I assume the three of you, plus Eric and the van, are also en route.
1: Absolutely. Job to do.
0: Okay, so Alex, you get to Vince's. Vince has been stacking up bodies in preparation for you. So he's got a nice little murder basement. Queen Elizabeth
5: I would be proud. And you have a job to do. Yes. Oh, I had to stop and pick up a person. Hey, okay,
0: so... A random person off the street, or are you looking for someone clean?
5: No, I don't. It, that that doesn't matter. Okay, just you know, some somebody that just needs to be around for a short period of time. Okay,
0: so you grab the first person that you come to in this poorer area of town that you drive through on the way to Vince's. Don't stop. Just reach out, grab yoink into the car.
5: Yep, that's fine. And then uh yeah. I mean, I'll use duct tape and whatever to get them to shut up because I don't wanna listen to it right now. I got shit to do. You do. Proper serial killer vibes. All right, so Vince, Alex arrives at your
0: bungalow with a duct taped human.
2: Yeah. Uh they're very quickly ushered in. And he just He turns to the human and just Calm down. <laughs> just uses to stop them from being a problem, just use as compel. Just you calm.
0: They calm down. Look a little nice. vacant. A little vacant. But... All right, Alex, you've got a ritual to do.
5: Yes. Basically, what I have to do is... So, uh, are the bodies, like, just piled up or are they, like, lined up?
2: Oh, lined up. Vince has laid them okay, out in, in, like, a three-by-three three grid. <laughs>
5: Nice. That makes things easy because what I have to do is I have to sacrifice this person by cutting their throat and then pouring the blood all over all of the different bodies while I say my say my right words and uh, then we have ta-da bodies that move. Okay? So give me that
0: roll. That is 3 successes. Okay? Alright, so what is your Oblivion rating? Three. Alright, so three of the corpses rise. You get a number equal to your Oblivion rating. Oh, okay. Mm
5: -hmm. Okay, that's fine.
0: Yeah, so three of the corpses rise
5: and they start moaning and shuffling. Yeah, that's what we got unless uh, I want to go out and get another body.
1: Is that a roll that Alice can spend willpower on?
5: You could. You
0: only get more if you get a critical. So you could get six if you get a critical.
5: Yeah, I can try. Otherwise, I'll just send Ajax for another body if we have time. All right. So spend a willpower point, mark one of those off, and you can reroll. I got one. I got one ten. And then like a nine and a six. Okay. So the... So tens
0: explode, so you put more power into the ritual chanting that you're doing, as you see only three bodies start to move, and you just bend the universe to your will through the power of this ritual, and you see three more of these six remaining corpses start to rise. And you now have six. That's better. And it's at this point that the others arrive. So, Alex, keep in mind that you're going to have to keep tight control of these bodies because if they're left alone, they will just go on a rampage and attack things.
2: Vince uh, is just still has the wooden crate. The ten bodies came, in. he's like, "We can just put them in this for moving them around. It's keep them corralled."
5: That works.
1: Yeah, I'll uh, get out of the car and then uh, walk up to the door and knock on the door.
3: Eric, eyes forward. You stay in the van. All right. And I, I follow up with Marcus.
2: Excuse me, Alex. And he just runs upstairs, <laughs> lickety-split, and just answers the door. Oh, guys, you're here. Come on. In, please. Yeah.
1: Head in.
5: Well, I would, I would say, like, mostly I'd just start moving them upstairs to get in the van. Because they can take yeah. somewhat complex... um direction so I can tell them go upstairs, go into the waiting van.
1: Oh yeah, Rom, probably have Eric um, open up the back or maybe just
3: I, I've got the back, I've got it and I'll just go up there and situate all of that there's no partition between the back and the front, is that gonna be a thing?
5: Not if I'm back here
3: Okay, sweet, and you're gonna be back here?
5: Yeah probably.
3: Sweet do you need twist
5: ties? Uh, maybe if body parts fall off. I mean, they are like five days old.
3: I rip like eight off and handed them to Alex.
1: Uh, so I suppose if Alex has control over their um, additional forces, we'll just make sure that the back doors of the van are open to the point where um, there's not a whole lot of visual distance between <laughs> the people getting out of the house and people getting into the van. That might look a little strange. And then since it's basically two seats up front and the rest of the van, it's going to get, we're going to get very, very comfortable in the back together. Shotgun. I'd assumed. It's your, it's your ghoul's it, van. I mean. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is, this is the one time you get to call shotgun Rom.
1: Okay. Uh, and after that, if they're all loaded in, then, uh, yeah, I guess we probably get a little a little closer than we had uh, initially thought, given that there's no seats back here. Because I'm imagining like, Alex and their their hordes sitting like near the back of the van. All they're all snuggly with their their fellow dead. Right. And that won't leave a lot of bodily room for Vince, myself and Katerina some room.
0: Yeah, probably not a whole whole lot of room back there, but there's more room than there would be if Alex had managed to raise all nine. So there's that at least. Sure. So
1: I probably look a little um. I probably look a little bulky up top. A little bit. I'm a little bulky this evening. Mm-hmm.
2: Vince is uh wearing very different clothes than normal. It is like secondhand store clothes that just. These are never going to get worn again. They're getting burned after tonight. (laughs) Whether Vince is wearing them or not is a different question.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Alex is probably in all black. So, you know, the only thing that'll show up is ash.
3: I am wearing a shirt.
1: That was the first time for everything, right?
0: Managed to put a shirt on before Marcus got there.
3: Exactly. And as the engine starts up, you can just tell. So uh, a podcast comes on. It is just covers Of other songs. That's all this podcast is. And it's just a ukulele cover of Thriller. Hit it. We roll out. (laughs) Eric looks
0: out of it. He's probably taken something because he's still dealing with nightmares and trauma. But he's not really paying attention to anything else that's going on in the van, which is good because that's what you want. And he drives you through the winding and hilly streets of San Francisco to the Park Library, which is San Francisco's oldest standing and working library. And I apologize in advance to the denizens of San Francisco for what I'm about to do to your library.
1: So uh, as we get closer to the library, I probably get behind Ram's seat. And you probably feel like my hand, like my fingertips, like on your shoulders for just a second. And you can tell there's almost this... Um, just like an, It feels like there's an animal in your back seat.
3: Yeah, just be careful. There's an AR on the ground.
1: I'm good. Not worried about it. I, I unlock the sliding door to the side of the van. Don't stop. Keep going. I wrench open the door, like wrench open the door, and dive out of the van into the street at a full run towards the library.
0: Marcus just goes... Rolling out of the van, lands on his feet like a cat, and just takes off running.
1: Yep, I'm going to do a rouse check for this scene. Yes, you are. Which I pass. Uh, so I will activate a very important, a uh, very important celerity power. So I activate fleetness and begin to hustle down this down the street towards the the building, the white building, the big white building that sits next to the library.
0: So the rest of you see Marcus take off. Marcus begins running much, much faster than he's ever been seen to run towards the building next to the library. He's going to be taking a different approach into the
1: library. they just didn't know I was going at this part.
0: Yes. All right. So the rest of you with Eric drive around to the front. Uh, As Luther told you, Alex, the library's been closed for renovations for a few days. So there's no one around here other than the remains of a few addicts who look suspiciously like a more advanced stage of what you saw happen with Maxine. Uh, You see just a few of them in some alleys as you drive past. But it's very quiet and it's very empty around here but you can feel the thrum of power in the air you specifically is luther
5: here have you summoned him oh no i just thought maybe he'd be following us well he hasn't popped up yet you can call for him yeah i'll just wait until we get inside okay
0: so you pull up in front of the library and there is the door into the basement near the library stairs, as Luther described it to you, and as you saw in
5: your research pictures. And plan is a go. Alright, am I... So, uh, I'll get out and pull my, uh, lock picks out of my pocket.
0: Yep, dex plus larceny, and you get an extra d10 because your specialty is breaking an entry. It is. Hopefully it works this time. Right? Quit making me look the fool, dice.
5: So six
0: you have six successes so it pops open instantly it's an old lock and it's one that you know how to do almost without even looking at the kind of lock you just put your lock picks in and click
5: it pops open nice it's about time damn it so I will uh, then push the doors open and start uh, moving the horde to the basement Because we know that the stairs are, like, right inside, I think. Yes. The horde
3: will have to leave the van to the sounds of a Gaelic folk pop cover of Beastie Boys' Sabotage.
0: So that's the soundtrack for this epic, epic attack. This ukulele music. So you order your horde into the basement and they begin ambling. Into this, into this stairwell, and you could hear a roar from downstairs.
5: Well, I, I also tell the horde to uh, attack anything that's down there. Okay. And while they're doing that, then I'm going to summon or call Luther. It's up to him if he wants to manifest or if he wants to help. I'm not. I'm not going to force him.
0: He manifests next to you as your horde begins going down the stairs.
3: Well. Wow. They didn't put any wardings up.
5: (laughs)
0: Yes, they weren't expecting me.
5: He smiles. Silly them. It's like they didn't do their research. Hmm.
3: I've never heard of a Tremere that didn't do their research. But I suppose there's a first time for everything.
5: Eh, he must be getting sloppy. So what do you want? You can help out in any way that you feel necessary. I figured you'd like the excitement. There's all kinds of, you know, you saw all the nasties down there, so. He flashes his fangs at you. His ghostly fangs. <laughs> you got it. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I guess I'll be behind. I'll make sure that Vince is behind me. And then I'll be behind the horde by several feet. And Rom, Katarina.
3: I'm watching Eric check the rounds in his AR-15 and I would like to ask him, did you seriously? You know, these just the entire magazine is tracer rounds, every single one of them. And then I'm going to get out and and cautiously follow. Guard the van, Eric. Guard the van.
0: Van. Van. Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah, Vince is just behind, uh... Alex, and he's just got his scalp in his hand and he's ready to go. He's just very quiet and just staring.
4: Oh, I'm gonna go through the doors and see if I can't spot somebody who looks like they're gonna be mischief.
0: Well, there's a lot of those. Alright, so you go down the stairs after Alex's shambling horde, and you hear this roaring sound again, and it gets louder and louder, and you see these as the horde gets down to the bottom of the stairs, you see what Luther described to Alex, these horrific flesh crafted monstrosities that are three or four bodies. It looks like combined into one multiple heads. Their ribs are sticking out in strange angles. They have multiple limbs and long branch like fingers with horrific pointed fingernails they don't appear to be completely alive necessarily Marcus would have seen some of these before but I don't think the rest of you would have but they are absolutely horrific to look at just these combined bodies that are rushing at your horde Alex and and roaring and it's shaking the the building all eight of these creatures
1: yeah, those are war ghouls.
5: Yes. Okay. So be it. Well, plus side is, I mean, the, the corpses have an intimidation of five of their own, so it's not like they're not scary.
0: So the shambling horde and the war ghouls begin to engage with each other, and that will allow enough of a distraction for the four of you who are coming down the stairs to try and slip around them carefully. Marcus you had taken off running for the building next to the library. What are you doing?
1: I'm making another rouse check Okay It's okay. Don't be scared That's a nine All um, right. So av- now that I have fleetness activated, <laughs> I'm kind of like a power, this is the power up phase um, So after I do that, I will be uh, activating prowess and after I do that, I will be making a dexterity and athletics roll to scale the building.
0: Fantastic.
1: So that's 13. All right, so that's 8 successes.
0: So you just go climbing up like a spider. Climbing up the the sheer side of this wall, climbing up the building.
1: Yeah, the idea is to not lose momentum.
0: You almost leap onto the side of the building from a standing position like as you come running up towards the building and you just take off. It's so easy. You do it without even thinking about
1: it. I think he would probably also use that first impact with the building to push off and go directly to the building that's to now his left because they're built so close to one another and just make a diagonal pattern until he hits the roof.
0: Easily done. It's very impressive if anyone were around to see it.
1: It's more about um, getting the job done. Once I hit the roof, I am running and then making the library roof likely with ease. There's not too much of a gap. Mm -hmm. I've already done all my research. I know where, I know how far it is. So
0: yes, it's it's a really easy jump for you, especially with your
5: heightened prowess at the moment. I do have a question. So... Um, I can use Ashes to Ashes. It says not on vampires, but on animated corpses. So aren't war ghouls technically animated corpses? They're still technically alive. Okay.
0: They've just been fleshcrafted to each other. I'll let you attempt it, but it's going to be hard. Really hard. Yeah, But I will let you attempt it because it doesn't specifically say you can't.
5: Yeah. And then it's my stamina, Oblivion versus their stamina and fortitude
0: so give me that rouse check so Marcus you're climbing to the roof while, and so while that's going on um, Alex you are with your horde and you're going to attempt ashes to ashes on one of these war ghouls
5: yeah like so, as we're like slipping around the yeah. side because all I have to do is t- like basically touch them because I put my vitae into them and it makes them start to uh, that's a 6, 9 and a 7 though
0: they got six successes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they've got a pretty big dice pool. So, yeah, I figured. Yeah, so y- you have to touch it. So you touch it and you try to use your powers, but the thing just turns and looks at you and roars in your face. And now you've got the attention of a war duel
5: on you. That's fine. I'll just call more uh, a couple of the, you know, horde over to me. So Katarina, Ram, and Vince,
0: you go moving past these war ghouls into the main room of the basement, correct?
4: That's the plan. Yeah, I'm I'm I mean I'm gonna be using um, silence of death so that all of my steps are completely silent. Okay. Alright, so Katarina moves stealthily. The other two of you follow.
0: And you come out into this main basement area. And normally you'd expect to see lots of shelves of books, right? Books that are being uh, restocked or shelved uh, or being retired, et cetera, et cetera. But they have been completely cleaned out. All the shelves are empty, uh, except for a few that look to be stocked to you, Vince, with spell components. And in the center of the room is a large circle that looks like it's been drawn in blood. There's all sorts of occult symbols in it. And you see this very tall vampire, a man. We assume this is Zachariah. He's wearing a long black robe. And he's got sort of pale silver hair and very dark eyes. And he's holding his hands up. He's got blood dripping from them. And you can see at his feet is a disemboweled vampire corpse the heart is in one of this vampire's hands this this tremere zachariah is holding the vampire's heart in one hand the corpse is at his feet there is blood dripping everywhere and he is surrounded by these symbols that are starting to glow and he is chanting and across the outside the circle is a, another vampire. This is what Luther described to Alex as Ash, the Zamitzi, uh, who has, at the moment, three eyes. And he's also got a third hand extending out of his rib cage. And he is currently turning around to look towards you. And that is what the three of you see.
3: May I attempt to compel?
0: You may attempt it. Okay. Can I use cloak? Not while you're... This is while you're engaging with the war ghoul at the moment. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So this is ha- happening simultaneously. As you're attempting to ashes to ashes, this war ghoul, they are moving into the main part of the basement. All right. So, Rom, who are you attempting to compel?
3: Eyes forward, front and center. Chanty boy. Yeah. Chanting's my thing. We got this. All right. You can't chant in my house. I would like to try to compel, uh, the one in the center that does not have a hand coming out of his chest.
0: Okay. So you're trying to compel him. What are you compelling him to do?
3: Fall. I want him to be prone. That makes him easier to, 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 to hit. I want him prone. So I essentially want him to trip over his own feet and be down on the ground. Uh, that should interrupt. my My thought is that should interrupt anything he's currently doing, like talking and chanting and everything else.
0: Okay, so you, you don't have to make a rouse check for that. So you're going to use your charisma and dominate, and it's going to be verse hi- versus his intelligence and resolve.
3: All right. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, uh, ascending order: three, six, seven, seven, ten,
0: ten. Oh. Okay. So with two tens which explode, you actually beat him. So you look him in the eyes, and what do you say? Fall. Just fall. And he looks confused for a split second, like, who the fuck are you? And then he drops to his knees, but he's still chanting.
3: Can I Can I knee him in the face?
0: You have to get to him.
3: Okay, gotcha. We'll Somebody else you. can knee him
0: in the All face. All right. Vince and Katarina, what are you doing?
2: Vince, scalp on hand, is running... Into the ritual circle. And he's, (laughs) it's not smart, but he's just like, oh, that's the guy that killed Karen.
0: So you're running into the ritual circle. Yep. Okay. You're running into the ritual circle. All right. You're going to have to give me a roll here. What for? (laughs) You're going to need to give me intelligence Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and, and a cult. Okay.
2: I can do that. Okay, so <laughs> a 10 and a 1, <laughs> 8, seven, nine, and the second 8. 5, but 1 is a 10, so 6, uh, and okay. then the 1.
0: All right, so the magic that is in this circle had 8 successes. Oh, I see. <laughs> so as you run into this circle, you feel something pulling at you. Vince and you see this Tremere, Zachariah look up at you with hate in his eyes from his kneeling position on the floor and he mutters something as you are just sort of stopped there and you feel this intense pressure on your chest like a giant hand and you go flying across the room and crack your head against the wall so you're going to take one point of superficial damage Mm -hmm. but you're also going to lose a point of willpower.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: As you go flying across the room, Katarina.
4: Just because this guy is on his knees does not mean that he's not causing problems. So I'm going to be walking to the edge of the ritual circle because it seems like a bad place to stand inside. And I am going to kneel down just enough that I have eye contact with this guy. And I am going to make him wish he wasn't born. I am going to use Dread Gaze on him. Okay. So I have eight successes.
0: Okay. He only has six. So what happens?
4: The vampire is instilled with utter terror and does not do anything. They are completely crumpled in fear.
0: Okay. So he pulls away, just a little trying to break eye contact with you, but he is severely, severely afraid of you. He doesn't know why. You can see him fighting it, but he can't. And as you do that... Okay. So I'm going to need you to make a roll for me. Okay. But you had your back to the other vampire. So he gets a surprise on you because you are focused entirely on this Tremere, and you suddenly feel this horrific pain in your gut as these massive fingers go ripping into your gut from behind you and begin to pull. There is blood everywhere. And if you had breath, it would be stolen from you at this moment. So you are going to take... So you're going to take two health loss there as these fingers go clawing into your gut and you hear a cackle from (laughs) Ash who is standing behind you and I'm going to give you a chance to pull away before his his third hand can come clawing into your chest alright so you're going to give me dexterity and athletics here and it's going to need to be good His dice pool is, I think, a lot higher than yours. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to spend willpower. Okay. Uh, Three success. No, sorry. Four successes. Six. Yeah, that's Because he has two tens. Yeah, that's with one of my tens.
0: Yeah. So you have one of these long bony hands lifting you up. And Ram and Vince, Vince from where you are across the room, you can see this vampire's long extending claws lifting Katarina up as her back arches. And this third hand that's coming out of this person's chest goes clawing into her chest from behind and clamps on and just lifts her up into the air. And you're going to take another point of health damage there, Katarina. I'm going to leave you there for a second. Marcus.
1: I will rip the vent off the top of the flute here as it one of the two and jump inside.
0: You jump in and go racing down.
1: Yeah, and then the idea would be to prepare when I hit the bottom to effectively pinball out to the nearest basement gap, whether that be the furnace or whether that be someplace other. Right, so it should be a, a direct shoot into. Uh...
0: Yeah, you're going directed, in, directed to the furnace
1: from here. That's okay. I'm okay. with that. You're good with that. All right. I am.
0: Okay, so you'll be you'll be in the basement on your next turn. So Ram and Vince. What are you doing? You've just seen this this Zimitsi vampire. who You've never seen anything like this before with its third hand. It is holding Katarina up in the air, and it looks like it's going to rip her apart.
3: Ah, fuck. I'm going to compel the creepy one that impaled Katarina. I'm going to tell them to drop her.
0: Okay, so you have to make eye contact with Ash.
3: I assume I'm close enough to be able to make eye contact with... Whatever eyes they mm-hmm. have.
0: you are. So give me that charisma plus dominate.
3: Ooh, that's not good. No successes. If
0: you want to spend a point of willpower to reroll? You might want to.
3: Yeah, I think spending willpower is a good idea. I got two tens. He has seven. Shit, fuck. okay.
0: So, he he just looks at you and he laughs. And you see when he laughs, his tongue flickers out. And it's he's got three tongues in his mouth. And rows of teeth like a shark. So, Alex, you are back with your shambling horde. You've got a war ghoul's attention focused on you. What do you do?
5: Well, I was calling over the, like, two more of the you know, corpses to take its attention. Like, if they bite him on the other side so I can, Mm -hmm. you know, keep moving along.
0: Okay, so you see three of your shambling horde topple one of these war ghouls and just start crawling all over it, biting it, tearing at it. You see another ghoul, war ghoul, take down one of your horde, just rip its head off and start tearing it to pieces two more come of these shambling horde come over to you and they start biting at the war ghoul and trying to knock it over like their colleagues did with the other one. And they have successfully distracted it for the moment because you are less of a threat than these things that
5: are actively biting it. So what do you do? Basically I'm going to sidestep so I'm behind it or wherever. Basically just, you know, get out of the way and I don't know if I have... Um, time to do this or not, but I wanted to use actively, not the passive use of premonition, but the active use, like, to get a hint on, like, uh, what is the best way to tackle this? Like, who am I going to have a better chance against? Okay. Resolve all specs that I have to roll.
0: Okay, so roll that. I'll tell you what you get. So while you're rolling that, Vince...
2: Vince is back up and he is seeing Katarina held up ram up against a wall. He has no idea the hell this Zimichi is. But he does know a couple of things. So he's going to try and um, activate his bloodline (laughs) and uh, use some of the old Scorpion's Touch. Uh, He's going to try and a portion of his blood into a paralytic.
0: Okay, so give me the rouse check. A6. Okay, so you succeed, so...
2: He's got a cut on his head from where he hit the bookcase, maybe? <laughs> and he's just taking the, the scalpel in his hand and putting it flat against the back of his head, just getting that blood on there and looking over at the circle and he's just gonna... That's the main action, and just make his way back towards the circle.
0: Okay, so Vince is uh, going to move towards Zachariah Yep. with his poisoned blood. Alex, what did you get on your premonition roll? Two. Two successes? A six and a seven, yep. Okay, so with your premonition, you just get this very intense feeling that if you don't take out the Zamitsi, things are going to go very, very bad very fast. So that's what you get. All right, uh, Katerina. You are being lifted up into the air. You have these bone fingers clawing through your insides. You are in a lot of pain at the moment. But I'm going to give you a chance to get away again, if you can figure out how, as this thing is going to attempt to stab its other hand, it's got three, through your heart. So it would be... Another dexterity and athletics role, unless you can think of a power that would allow you a better way to get away. I do have majesty. All right, so give me those two rouse checks. Yeah, not a problem. I have an eight and a six. Okay, so now you're going to give charisma plus presence,
4: and he'll give composure plus resolve. Mm-hmm. I have six, six, six successes. Okay. He also has six. So, with a tie, I believe you reroll. Okay. I'm spending willpower on the reroll. Well, that's much better. I now have eight successes. Okay, so you
0: beat him. So, you rouse your blood to use this last ditch attempt to save yourself. And it's takes a moment and then you feel the stop because you could feel these these fingers these bones in your gut just clawing away at you and then you feel them sort of freeze and then you drop to the ground as the hands and the fingers retract and pull away and you have been dropped to the ground
4: i'm gonna move
0: far away As best as you can. Correct. All right, so you start moving away as quickly as possible. And the Samitsi is now there, covered in your blood, but at least you're alive. So there's that. All right, Marcus, you have arrived on the scene. You come rolling out of the furnace.
1: Daddy's home. Who do I see first?
0: Okay, so the first thing you see as you roll out of the furnace is you see this Tremere uh, in the center of the circle on his knees with a... Eviscerated vampire corpse in front of him uh, next to that you see the what you know to be as Amitsi standing there covered in blood and you see Katarita pulling herself away
1: yeah that's shit uh, okay that's a okay yeah I'm gonna go deal with this Amits okay so in my mind immediately I think that dragon has to die yes because the dragon is the problem at least physically here um, so I am going to leap and join it in this grand struggle for this thing that we call blood.
0: All right. So.
1: And my plan is to pulverize it.
0: Good plan. I like this plan.
1: I do too. It's going to get this full Monty as it were. Uh, yeah. So I already have those powers up. I don't need to rouse anything else. I just need to make my brawl roll really.
0: And it's he's going to fight you back.
1: Certainly. He's going to... Is he going to attempt to dodge? Or is he is he meleeing? Or what's he, what's he doing? He's
0: meleeing. He's got three hands. He figures he can take you.
1: Kind of a big deal. Oh, good luck, buddy. Start with six tens. Seven. <laughs> eight. Um, okay. So I have six tens and two other successes. So 12, 14
0: yeah that there's no contest there
1: um so I'm gonna deal damage now yes, that's you the are. fun part um so yeah I, I come out of this furnace um like a like a bomb goes off and I'm leaping across the room that's fine so it would be six with with the potence if it's just a, a damage dealt
0: yeah all right so
1: so how many successes did he have
0: He had seven.
1: Okay, so I have seven more than he does. Yes. Uh, Strength three, potency three. So with prowess activated, I deal five plus damage dealt. So that's 12 boxes of damage.
0: Okay, so you essentially rip his head off. Like, he goes to grapple with you, and you can feel the claws scrabbling at your throat, but you're just in rage at the moment and you rip his head clean off. So Katarina, as you're holding your hand to the bleeding wounds in your gut and your chest, uh, you just see Marcus come rolling in, run up to this Zemitzi without even stopping, grab him by the throat and rip his head clean off.
1: How angry are we now? Very angry. Mm -hmm. Am I going to frenzy?
0: Well, do you want to resist a frenzy?
1: Oh, no, no. I don't want to resist the frenzy at all,
0: actually. Then you are absolutely in a frenzy.
1: I would like to ride the wave.
0: All right. So you're going to ride the wave.
1: I'm going to specifically ride the frenzy wave uh, to be nasty and all sorts of just completely out of my mind, yet still in control.
0: Fantastic.
1: Yeah. So I'm down to die. I don't get all my full willpower as a bruja, obviously, because it's a frenzy roll, but... If I can meet two successes, right? Difficulty, because obviously someone I care about has been wounded. And so now I, I need two successes on this roll uh, eight, six, and seven. So that's more than enough, which means now I'm extra difficult to dominate or use presence powers against. And I get all the full nasty brouhaha abilities of ripping people's heads off. And uh, yeah, and this is why I said, get out of, don't, don't be in my way. So yeah, yes. um, I. I I'd extricate and remove the head from the dragon, which is the best way to kill a dragon anyway. And then as this shower of blood rains down everywhere, I stare directly across the basement at Zachariah and let out an inhuman roar that probably fills the space. There's
0: this horrific roar coming from Marcus and Rom and Vince that probably pauses you for a moment because you've never heard anything like this. Uh, and Alex, you see that two of the war ghouls who are still standing turn into the room to see what this new challenger is. So meanwhile, I'm going to make some rolls for your horde here. Okay, so they've managed to topple the ghoul that was going to go after you. It is now down on the ground, having its throat torn throat's plural torn out. It is fighting at your horde, uh, and you have lost another member of your horde. So that's, you're down two. So you're down to four. But they are working very hard. And you've got three war ghouls down now, leaving you with five. All right. So what would you like to do, Alex?
5: Probably I'm going to call for Luther, make sure that, you know, he has enough power down here. And then.
0: Luther chuckles at you
5: <laughs>
0: and you see him pass through one of the war ghouls just stick his hand through and he just pulls through and the ghoul just kind of stops and stares and looks around and Luther flashes his fangs at this thing <laughs> and his hands st- suddenly look a lot more solid at the moment not not quite fully corporeal but he starts ripping into this thing's chest and you see like spirit material being ripped out, not flesh, not corporeal material. He is attacking this thing's essence and he is laughing.
5: Nice. I think I'm trying to find... Like, is there like... A bucket of water, a hose, a faucet. Uh, Give me a luck roll.
0: 1d10. Six or higher is a success. I got a six.
5: Okay. The very low. (laughs) So there's a hose. Yay. Uh, I'm going to try and spray the circle. It's just blood on the floor. I know how (laughs) rituals work. Fantastic.
0: All right. So give me dexterity and (laughs) say athletics because you're trying to get around these war ghouls and you're also trying to get to the circle with the water. So... Okay.
5: That's not very many dice. (laughs) I got a 10. A 10. All right. So I'll say you're able to
0: grab the hose and start making your way over, but you're not going to make it there on this turn. All right? Okay. Ram Ram and Vince, you've just seen... uh, Daddy Bruja come rolling in and rip a vampire's head off
2: yeah a a vampire that I've just seen that seemed almost invincible two minutes ago um (laughs) um but Vince is gonna do another rouse check um he's gonna bite the Pam. he's gonna bite just the side of his forearm and he's going to try and activate vitae. okay so this will turn his blood to acid and um, it will destroy non-living organic matter almost instantly.
0: All right. So give me the rouse check. An eight. Excellent. So you feel the, the blood bubbling. And where are you going to...
2: Oh, I'm spitting a gob of it onto this motherfucker's ritual ring.
5: Excellent.
2: <laughs> With a mouthful of blood just... <laughs> and watches as the blood starts to sizzle a little.
0: Yeah. So you spit onto the casting circle and just the floor starts to dissolve and you can feel the power vibrations in the room begin to dim. Not, Not completely go away, but you have started a break in the circle. Ram?
3: I'm going to try and compel the magic boy in the circle. Zachariah? I look at Magic Boy and with the full force of my voice I say vomit.
0: Okay, give me that roll. Okay, so did you beat seven successes?
3: I got six successes.
1: You could always use willpower.
0: You could always use a point of willpower. Okay.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna do that.
0: Use a point of willpower and then re-roll your failures.
3: I got one more success.
0: Okay. Uh, So that's a tie. So everybody (laughs) re-rolls.
3: Ooh, this time I got seven successes. Sweet.
0: Okay, so you beat him. So he immediately starts vomiting blood all over this vampire corpse that's in front of him He he's holding his gut he looks like he's in horrific pain and he's just looking at you in horrified confusion because how is this stupid Malkavian in his brain doing this to him and he's still trying to chant through the blood but he can't quite do it alright so Katarina uh, you are on the ground you have massive wounds in your back the back of your chest and in your gut You are bleeding heavily, but you've just seen Marcus come running in and rip the guy's head off, so there's that. Do you have anything you would like to do, or are you going to pull away?
4: Is there a safe space where I'm not going to get physically hurt for at least a round? I
0: mean, you can pull up against the wall. Everyone seems super focused on Zachariah at the moment, and the war ghouls are focusing on Marcus, not you, so. I think I'm going to hang out for a round. Good plan. You're not doing so great at the moment. All right, Marcus, you have two war ghouls behind you roaring. They're coming running up towards you. You've got Zachariah kneeling in the circle, vomiting blood everywhere. What do you do?
1: I've got two of my own coterie on Zachariah, yes? Yes. Where is Alex?
0: Alex, from what you can hear, sounds like they're behind you where the other war ghouls are.
1: Like they're going to get bootstomped by a bunch of war ghouls?
0: If you turn and look, doesn't appear to be at the moment. They're holding a hose.
1: All right. I don't know how uh, stable necessarily I'm thinking while riding the wave because obviously the blood is pounding. And-
0: You're not really.
1: So yeah, I'm just going to move to the next massive glob of flesh and rend it asunder. So my plan will be to, with the first of this massive war ghoul, is just to um, break, break it completely. And okay. so if that means grabbing it, by, like, one of its shoulders and one of its legs and literally pulling it apart like Stretch Armstrong, then that's what I'm going to do.
0: Okay, give me the roll.
1: I will do just that.
0: You're almost certainly going to beat it with your current frenzying.
1: Okay, so 11 successes.
0: It only managed one on this okay. roll somehow.
1: So it takes, yeah 16 points of, of, of damage. Yeah, All so my damage just- is aggravated.
0: You grab it and rip it apart. Just bits of ghoul go flying. Rom, there's something disgusting that lands on your forehead just from across the room.
3: You gross.
0: But this ghoul has been completely ripped apart. And uh, I will allow you to go after the second one in the same turn because you are frenzying, if you would like to, Marcus.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I still have fleetness up, so I'm still moving yeah. at a pretty pretty fair clip, even in and out of combat. I mean, when everything is when you're a, when you're a hammer, everything is a nail. It seems. Uh, so that's eight.
0: Yeah, it only got one again somehow. Yeah. So
1: saw through the next one, and I'm I'm literally just, I'm I'm just flopping body parts wherever they go. I'm just making sure things aren't moving.
0: Yeah, Katarina, an arm lands next to you. It twitches slightly and then goes still. So we are we are down four of the war ghouls now. So there are four left. Only two of them are still standing. The other two are being attacked by what's left of the shambling horde. Okay. So, Alex, you have a hose. Do you still intend to take care of the circle? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm going to allow you to do that without rolling because Zachariah is not paying attention to you because thanks to Rom, he's currently vomiting blood everywhere. Uh, and not paying attention at all so you just turn on this hose and start spraying water everywhere Uh, you drench Zachariah who just looks up in horror still vomiting blood there's blood all over him trickling down his chin and you just power wash the fuck out of that circle and the entire hum of power that you felt in this room just dies away it's gone whatever was being focused through here is no longer being
5: channeled. I just love how it's so in character for Alex to clean things up. Good. Um, do I see, like, does Luther get stronger? Yeah, Lu- Luther has com- is now completely ripping apart
0: this ghoul. You're about to be mm-hmm. down to three of them.
3: <laughs> ah, I haven't had that much fun since the sect war. <laughs>
5: Okay,
0: Its body is collapsing. He hasn't done any physical damage to it, but its spirit is being shredded.
5: Good. I guess then what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take that hose and aim it right at Zachariah's face and just flood his face holes if I have to. All right.
0: So you blast him with water and just the sheer indignity of everything is just too much for him. And he just, he tries to pull away and he's, he's trying to say something to you, Vince, but between the water and the blood and the vomiting and everything, he can't quite speak. What would you like to do with him?
2: Vince is gonna just, now that the circle is gone, walk just real slow up to this guy who's still vomiting blood and being power hosed. And he's just gonna sl- just kneel down. He's like, you killed my sire. You killed the woman I loved. I'm gonna take a drop of your blood for every night she will not see from now on. And I know this isn't gonna bring her back. And I know this won't give me any relief. And he just grabs Zachariah's silver hair and tilts him up. I mean, as he's puking blood, and he's just like. But the last drop of your blood is mine. And, uh, yeah, Vince is gonna try and drink this fucker's blood.
0: Alright, so you grab his hair and pull his head back, and you sink your teeth into his throat. So the question is, Vince, are you going to just drink his blood, or are you attempting to Diabolize him?
2: Vince is a creature of just pain and he he knows this isn't gonna actually help but fuck this guy, he killed Karen, so yeah, he's gonna try and diabolize him
0: okay alright, so what we're going to do uh, is you need to roll humanity mm-hmm. plus your blood potency and we're going to roll for him, the rest of you see Vince just grab Zachariah and rip into his throat
5: as long as the guy turns to ash at the Mm -hmm. end I really don't I'm my contract is fulfilled
2: all right two successes one is a ten
5: okay so that's three Mm -hmm. so
0: he only got one success so we're going to make one more test you're going to roll again Mm -hmm. and if you succeed you succeed completely
1: Mm mm-hmm (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, Rena, it doesn't matter. I got two tens and two more successes. So that's six successes okay. on four dice.
0: <laughs> so he struggles under your teeth, but you have within a second incapacitated him. He was already weakened by the vomiting and everything. And you were just intending to drain him, Vince, when you first came over. That was your revenge. But as you think of Karen's burning face and as you think of all the pain and the trauma and everything that you have been through, that your coterie has been through, all the death and everything, you can't make yourself stop. You want to devour his entire essence. It is yours. You will have him. And you drain him of blood and soul to a husk. And you feel powerful, but you also feel empty as you reduce your humanity by one.
2: Yeah, Vince is uh, not a... Vince isn't who he was. <laughs> um.
0: And the... behind you, the war ghouls, the last of them are ripped to shreds by Marcus, by Luther, who seems happy to be fighting alongside you again, Marcus. Marcus. And by what remains of the shambling horde, by the end, there's only one of them and it's pretty much worse for wear. Not that it matters, it's a corpse. As Vince just completely empties Zachariah.
5: And this battle is over. I just look over at Luther and I'm like, so what should we name him as I point to the shambling, <laughs> the last corpse?
3: I rather like the sound of Luther Jr.
5: Aren't you better looking than him, though? Always. We'll call him Leaky Joe.
1: I probably step away a little bit from the rest of the coterie and I text someone a contact Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: give them the address of the library and the need for cleanup.
0: Okay, so you text Takeshi. It'll be a fun cleanup for him. Katerina is still kind of slumped against the wall. Not dying again by any means but definitely much the worse for wear. She's taken some pretty heavy damage.
4: I'm very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, help her up. She's still a vampire.
4: Mm-hmm. I can walk. Just, yeah. Just not feeling right great. Mm-hmm.
1: You got a big hole in you.
4: A couple of them. And fix that, it's fine.
1: Isn't right. there uh, Isn't Dina
2: still here?
5: Yeah, where's Dina? That was the ev- the eviscerated vampire on yes. the other side of the circle. If,
0: if you look at the now eviscerated vampire in the circle, you see what used to be Dina forthright.
5: I assumed that only because what Luther told me, and I didn't see like a chained up vampire anymore. I'm like, that bloody mess, oops. Say, oh, by yeah. the
2: way, quick question. Uh, by diabolizing that guy, does my hunger go down?
0: No. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> the blood moon is tomorrow night. And the five of you need to figure out what you're going to do.
1: Well, I have some plans already.
0: Didn't we stop the ritual?
1: Yeah, but we didn't cut the head off this snake yet. And so there's okay. one more person we have to pay a visit to.
5: Oh. Oh. I was not aware
1: I pull out a white now bloody with the tips of my fingers drenched in all the vampiric goo that's around here his name's Lam there was a card on my friend that Dima left I assume that you all
5: have a similar card well I gave you mine because it was for you mm, yes oh right I
3: forgot I had
5: that
1: that's okay we're gonna put them all together and we're gonna find a solve the piece of this puzzle.
5: Well, we're not gonna do that here, correct?
1: No, cleanup crew's on the way. We need to leave.
5: Well, do you wanna s- dispatch Leaky Joe or are we taking him with? Like, I'm pointing to the one corpse, like, moaning and walking around.
3: Can we adopt him? He could be our mascot.
5: I mean, do we need a mascot? He's only gonna stay put together for so long.
3: No no, I I meant the ghost sheriff. Luther?
1: Oh. We don't have time for this. I oh. punch
5: that corpse. <laughs> there you go. Good job. Your
0: fist goes right through it what's left of its skull.
5: I mean it was like barely together anyways. Yes. What are we doing now? You all need to go. We need yeah. to hit the road. Right. Where are we meeting up at?
1: Let's just meet at the union office.
5: Okay. We're all in one vehicle anyways, pretty much.
1: Right. Head back to Vince. Meet me tomorrow night at the union office. Rest up. Sounds good. I mean, do you
3: think we can handle this lamb guy on our own? Should I bring Eric's gun?
1: I smile. I (laughs) grin, like covered head to toe in other people's blood and organs. It's just a gun.
5: I'm going to turn to Luther and tell him thank you. And, uh, you know, he can tag along if he wants or if he found something more fun to go do, he can uh, do that. He tips his hat.
3: I've got something to take care of on the other side. Thanks for the invite, though.
0: Cool. And disappears. He looks very happy, though. I figured. So are you planning to meet up the following night to...
1: Yeah, compare notes and and, uh, decide where to go next.
0: With that, we will end our episode here with our bloodied and somewhat battered couple of you coterie, but with one dead and diabolized Tremere and one very, very dead Zemitsi. So hope you will join us n- next time for the second part of our finale. In the meantime, thank you and good night.